money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Are you ready to talk love and money? I'm ready to talk love and money. Well, if you this didn't is the love know, weekend. If, 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 if you're you know if you're a guy and you may not be tuned in, this is your little heads up that Valentine's Day is coming. Yes, we know it's a North American holiday and all of that good stuff, but it is a, an opportunity for us to, as guys and as spouses, and to express love for each other. Um, I know Reb's going to bring it up somewhere along in our show today. So even before we get to the housekeeping, I'm just going to give the disclaimer right off that for many years <laughs> in, my, in our relationship, I would ha- say that Valentine's Day was for rookies. You know, mm-hmm. that's like, really, you need one day a year to express your love to your wife. You know, Valentine's Day is for rookies. Now, I still believe that wholeheartedly because every day in Rebecca's life is Valentine's Day. I'm just saying. Really? So now if you'd like to hear other shows where we talk about money and the hard issues around money, then go to more than enough.ca. Went right over that. Every day is Valentine's Day, ladies. So you go tell your husbands that. Dave says every day should be about. So that's how we want to be treated every day. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. That sounds really nice. Okay. Well, good. Yeah, go listen to all these shows. Private message Reb later to see if it's actually true. But uh, I'm not going to speak to that at all. So anyway, it's the love weekend, and you can go back and listen to any show you want by going to chri.ca. Did you say that already? Not mine.ca, more than enough.ca, and your favorite podcasting platform. Mm-hmm. Um, we got lots of archived shows, lots you can listen to. So there you go. But but you know, in all seriousness, I mean, this topic of love and money, I mean, there it it, it can be very volatile, but it, it is so pertinent. I mean, uh, we know that statistically money uh, I'm going to say challenges are one of the top three things when we talk about divorce and why people split up and separate and, and all of those. And, and money is one of the top three, you know, discussions or, or differences around money. So, um, you know, this is, this is really, really an important and, and relevant topic, not just for Valentine's Day, but for every day of the year. It is true. Okay. So we're going to talk about love and money and, um, we brought our teacups into the show yes, today, yes, um, and yeah. because we heard this great analogy we're going to share in a minute. Mm-hmm. We didn't bring tea. I should have asked Dan to make us some, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. You can maybe hear the little clinking of my teacup. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a nice props little Props for, for a podcast. Prop, I'm props not sure for a podcast. Yeah. Works, uh, anyway, um, so I'm going to start with the scripture before we dig in, because we're going to talk about how to talk about money, but some of the limiting beliefs or assumptions we make in our financial conversations that can cause us to take these teacups of our hearts and clash. Mm. And sometimes my teacup couldn't be stronger and it runs into David's teacup 
of you're gonna go right into that right yeah now? well we're okay. gonna talk about it in a minute but just i'm just giving them why they have teacups and sometimes i cause his teacup to be shattered but we're gonna explain that a little bit more and um, I think it's a great thing if you have financial dates like we've talked about before to bring bring a prop like the teacup and mm-hmm. to remind yourself that there's some frail spaces. There's also some assumptions that we make. And um, one of the verses that I thought of this morning was John 8, verse 32. And Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. And it, it's there are truths um, we... Sometimes I've called them lies and truths in our sessions and workshops, but I'm more inclined to say, because we use this term in coaching, you know, we have limiting beliefs mm-hmm. and we need the truth um, and a different perspective to bring us freedom to enjoy in, the, in relation to our, our spouses, to enjoy relationship um, and have understanding, to gain new perspective to not be limited in our narrow thinking about how things should be done. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But um, for David's sake, I'm going to read from the Song of Solomon because he said, we never do the Song of Solomon on the show. We never. So, Well, I'm always looking for ways to, to include the entire Bible in my life. Yes. And so, yes. You so know, you Valentine's want, so, Day may be an appropriate okay. one to look to the Song so of Solomon. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a be- some a beautiful verses out of mm-hmm. really about Christ, if we can think about him. And Solomon says, Song of Solomon, verse two, verse, uh, chapter 2, verse 8. The voice of my beloved, behold, he comes, leaping on the mountains, skipping upon the hills. My beloved is like a gazelle or a young stag. Behold, he stands behind our wall. He is looking through the windows, gazing through the lattice. My beloved spoke and said to me, rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. For lo, the winter is past. The rain is over and gone. The flowers appear on the earth. The time of singing is come. And the voice of the turtle dove is heard in our land. The fig tree puts forth her green figs and the vines with the tender grapes give a good smell. Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. And I think it's an invitation that the Lord is extending to us. And I think he can, I know that I kind of joke about reading it because David, you know, wanted a song of Solomon scripture, but that those that those verses are have always been so beautiful to me because it's an invitation yeah. it's an invitation to communion and you know what it's an invitation for you as a couple and i know maybe you know the singles out there won't you know it's valentine's day we're always talking about couples you can uh apply this to your mm-hmm. own relationship with the lord about how you talk with money with the lord or how you're talking to money with the people in your life, but we are speaking directly to husbands and wives or um, partners today because it's an invitation. God is inviting you both into a deeper place of communion with Him and with each other. And our financial journeys and our communication around money can limit our communion with one another as, um, as married, as partners. And I, I think this invitation is, I can hear his echo into my heart today saying, there's deeper places to go, and you sometimes have to face the uncomfortable space to actually 
get to the deeper communion. And David and I have experienced this. You rumble through hard places and you you literally do go away. You come away just to hear each other's hearts so you can experience the spring, the sound of the turtle dove, the winter passing. And, you know, we're in the middle of winter. We're just all pining for, you know, the robins to return and the and the tulips to start raising their heads. I mean, winter is beautiful in Ottawa, actually, so I, I don't complain about that myself. But but the Lord is inviting us into this deeper space, Dave, I think. Yeah, and, and, I, and in light of, I'm going to say, the reputation of money talks in relationships um, can be negative and can disturb that that deeper communion, disturb that deeper. And, and Reb, you and I have talked about this many times that one of our beliefs and one of our core, um, I would say, goals when, when we're coaching, when we're, we're, we're talking in the podcast is, is that money can actually do the opposite. It can bring us into unity and into a, a sense of, of unified um, relationship both with God and with each other mm-hmm. in our relationship. Uh, you know, in a lot of ways, you know, we want to change that perspective of money driving a wedge between me and my spouse, me and you. Um, and I want to say that, you know, money is actually something that we can, that's going to draw us closer together. That's yes. going to bring us, us, you and I, into deeper communion. And that's the hope and that's our prayer. And that's our work. Right? Yes, you know, there's a hope and a prayer <laughs> and, and a work. work. And, our, and our, what we're passionate <laughs> it take, about. It takes work to, to rumble does. through. It and does. So we've got a couple of, we, we but, really but only I, have three things we want to talk to because we don't have much time. No, so. but I really want you to talk about the teacup and explain yeah. that a little bit better because we actually heard it from our daughter um, who had um, heard about this beautiful way to think of our interactions mm-hmm. with our, with people in general, but particularly for this morning, our spouses. So one of the suggestions I'm going to make, you don't have to, it's a suggestion, but you know, if you are coming into a conversation or you're, you're coming into a money date or you, you know, again, um, we, we feel very strongly that there are times where you have to say, okay, honey, we need to get together at five o'clock tomorrow night to talk about this issue uh, we're going to do it when we're fed we're going to do it when we're we're not tired out we're, you know like there there's some things and in terms of having a good conversation you actually have to set the stage and you know so if you've got a, a conversation that you are finding difficult or there's something that's just you know, driving you wild about your spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're saying, you know what, I- I'd like to have a conversation around that. Uh, include in the conversation some teacups. And mm-hmm. and if you don't have China teacups, maybe you have, you know, the big burly. Um, nice mug. You can nice have a coffee mug. mug. Like yeah. a great big burly mug. And, and maybe you have uh, another, you know, Use the mug that identifies with how you're feeling at, at in a yeah, sense at that moment. That's a great way so, to do that too. You know, if I'm the guy and I'm thinking I'm good and and I've got this great big you know burly mug and and you're like, well, I'm feeling a little fragile going into this conversation, and I'm a little fearful of what you're going to say, and that would be really accurate. So if you have your nice big coffee mug and I come in with my nice little teacup here this morning, the indicator to me is, is I better be careful that as we come and, and again the the metaphor here is is that 
we're walking through life and sometimes as we walk through life, we'll bump into each other. Our, our teacups will hit. And, and, and that really is sometimes our perceptions, our mm-hmm. wounded places. And, and some days our wound or our belief smashes right up against someone's wound. And in finances, it is very true. And this may be unintentional, right? So I come into this meeting going, okay, you know, and again, I come into this situation and I'm saying, you know, hey, I'm just doing what I'm doing. And for whatever reason, you're feeling a little more vulnerable or you're feeling a little more, uh, and, and again, I'm stereotyping. I know it could be reversed. You could be the one Unway. with the big the big. Yeah, I could mug. be telling you what to do. And, and, this, and my a, way of the Skyway, man. Yeah. So, you know, again, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to play that stereotypical. No, because, but, and but yes. But just recognize that this is a good indicator. If you grab the big mug, Reb, and I grab the big mug, well, then I know that, you know what, when we're going into this conversation, we're actually both in a, in a, in a pretty good place. Yeah, or we're both stuck in our perceptions right. also. Right. So, I mean, there's lots of ways we can go with this analogy. The whole point is understand that imagery mm. that, you know, understand where the other person's coming from. So let's just say, you know, when Dave sold his windsurfer years ago, uh, he loved windsurfing and he did it so that he could put money into our our financial, our family finances because we, we didn't have a lot of income. And I felt he didn't feel so bad, but I did. And I, you know, if I came into into that conversation with all my great ideas and my determination and I didn't come gently, you know, I we got to be really paying attention to where our spouse is at. Because, I mean, maybe, maybe it wasn't a big deal, but let's say it was and you'd made this sacrifice, I'll put in air quotes, you know, I want to be gentle and, and think, wow, look what you've done for our family so that we'd have food on the table this month. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a great thing, but we want to be delicate in how we're handling it because... Because it's a del- it can be a delicate thing. Anyway, that's a sidebar. Um, but three of the things that we got from Shanti and Jeff Feldhahn are social researchers. They've written a book we've talked about before, Thriving in Love and Money. And three of these points I gleaned from some of their writing. So if you want to go read more about it, we're going to talk about the limiting belief or assumption we make in in bringing our teacups into the room and having a discussion with our partners about money. And the first one we want to talk about is the expectation we have that this is just the way it's done. So I, I have that imagery of two really solid, mugs of of mm-hmm. you know that don't crack because they're not going to crack because this is the way you do it and this is how it's done mm-hmm. now if i'm coming with that attitude based on my history with money my story how my parents did it and david comes with a very different way of doing things and he's coming with his mug of well this is the way it should be done how do you overcome this how do you because that's a limiting belief. Mm-hmm. This is the way it's done, and I'm sticking to it, and I don't care what you think. Mm-hmm. Well, and and you know that's a bit the extreme okay. version, right? <laughs> so, so, so you, you okay? Know, I know. I'm often again in our relationships, we may not be at that extreme, but there is an underlining tone. Okay, there. right. Okay, I'll back into the less extreme you know, space, and, and 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 just saying, okay, so there's an underlying tone of this is the way it should be done, and and. Again, when what's more important, my way, the way that it should be done, or relationship with you? 
Right. And, and yeah. that's that, you know, that's a way to undermine <laughs> that, to ask that question okay, okay, of okay. ourselves. Okay. Just a minute. Just question. a minute. Just a minute. We have mm-hmm. to have silence because there's the crickets in the room. Okay. Because that question you asked, what's more important, having my way or having relationship? Like, I think we need to like settle the si- let the silence because mm-hmm. that is a big question that we have throughout our relationships, not just our spouses, but in this one in particular. Okay, so you're coming and you're coming with determination. You've actually figured out this is the way we're going to solve this problem. Hmm. And then your spouse is like, uh, I don't think so. That's not how I've thought about it. I don't think about it that way at all. Or maybe I haven't thought about it. Mm-hmm. In different personalities, mm-hmm. maybe you've been thinking about the problem, again, air quotes, the problem, or, and so your personality is one that, that does that internally. Your, your personality well, is one that, that runs that in, sh- and yeah. there's the scenarios. And so when you come to actually communicating with your spouse, this is the way it should be done because you've already settled it. And that may not be so adversarial. But I come to you and then you say, well, Jeepers, this is actually the first time I've thought about the problem. And you and haven't been taught. So even in their book, they talk about how particularly males and females process differently. Mm-hmm. So women want to process through. We want to hear the heart. And, and you've already come and you've processed a thought about it and said, well, I figure it out. And you're so good. Like Dave, like I'm saying this about David, he is such a good problem solver. He, he I know that if there's a... I want a quick resolution. He can think through it within an hour or two and he has a solution to it that I often, I just know now, I just am not, I I don't know how to, what to do. So I recognize that. But sometimes when he solves the problem without talking to me, I'm like, but, but I wasn't involved. Mm -hmm. And, and even still, you know, sometimes the, uh, the, again, we, if I've been thinking about it and I've, you know, and then I introduce, Hey, I've been thinking about this and I already have the solution. Um, just allowing you to process out loud. You're an, mm-hmm. I'm an out loud processor too, but you are. allowing you to process that out loud and, and me in, in the, in my mind going, I'll just wait until she comes around to my, you know, my <laughs> way of thinking. Uh, again, there's the lie. There's yeah. a, an underlying, wait a minute. I'm not truly being, being honest with you. To say I, I I appreciate your perspective, or I you know go ahead and process. I'm really just waiting for you to come to my side to to, to come to the same conclusion. I've right. Come to. And how do we undo that? So I think one of the things that we can do is actually come open hearted and say I know that I'm coming with my idea that this is the way it should be done, but I'm going to come before the Lord and you, and I'm gonna let's I'm gonna listen, and I'm gonna listen to hear you, and I'm gonna listen to understand and maybe just maybe i come with my idea dave comes with his and as we listen to one another a third Mm -hmm. option arises and because we've come open-hearted it's like the lord saying you can take pieces of both of your ideas and here's the third solution Mm -hmm. and you would have never found it if you hadn't come with an open heart to one another and i would even say anticipate that um, in the sense that um, the, you know, again, if I come to you 
and and say, hey, I've been thinking about this, using those words. I've been thinking, I've already been thinking about this. Yes. And you, you know, that's a signal from me to you that goes, wait a minute, Dave's already been thinking about this. This may be something that you might have been thinking about already, but not not really. Just kind of, oh, okay, well, I may have been thinking about it deeply. Yes. And so, you know, just even in that one statement to say, hey, Rebecca, you know, we need to talk about this, and I've been thinking about it. Um, that sets the stage both for me to go, I'm, I'm going to come at you, and I'm going to tell you what I've been thinking. And, you know, my again, my hope is is that I'll be have an attitude of, okay, I've told you. Now, I need to wait until you process that. I need to wait till you think about that. I need to allow you... Um, even though I may in my own mind have made the, the decision, mm-hmm. this is the way we're going to go or this is the way I, you know, I see it working out. And it may be the right way. That's, again, what is more important, the right way or, or relationship. relationship with you? I know. And, and in some ways, sometimes I think sometimes when I've come with my vulnerable teacup to you, um, I, um, I feel like, and because of my woundedness and insecurities, I come and think, oh, well, his way is automatically right because he's just, this is his gift. And I'm just, and I feel insecure about it. But if you, if we go back to that image and I bring my teacup, because I know we're going to talk about the situation, and you say to me, so do you know why you're feeling a bit, you know, how are you feeling today about this? And I can say, well, actually, I'm a little afraid. I'm a little afraid that we're going to end up in a bad space in this conversation. Mm. Like to be that transparent, to it really takes open hearts toward one another. And it's not easy. And we're making it sound like, well, just mm. open your heart and you're fine. Mm. Sometimes it takes a bit of time. Sometimes you have to come to come to a person you trust and say, could you walk through this with us? Because we know we're in a troubled spot. Um, sometimes David has done that for um, coaching clients. Sometimes um, they've come to him and said, Dave, we trust you so much. We have to talk th- about this issue in front of you. Like that's super vulnerable. It's vulnerable for everybody. But I know we have a lot more points to talk about today, but if we don't get to them, I know we're just going to do another show because I really think it's important. That question to me, um, I think the Lord wants us to really ask it again. What's most important, your relationship or the fact that you need to be right? And um, I think that's a question he's asking lots of us in different places today. Um, But we can probably touch on one more point. Dave, that I've I've got um, so, mentioned. You know, just to, we talk a little bit about expectations in the sense of coming into a conversation around money, and and recognizing that we, as two different people, process maybe differently. Um, you know, as as whatever the situation is, some of them are more fun. You know, like okay, you know, I've been thinking about you know the renovation that we're going to do, and and so. You know, in my brain, I'm thinking about all that stuff. And, and, and in your brain, you're like, well, I've been involved with the kids and I've been involved yeah. with the things in my life. And I just haven't given it a whole lot of space. So I come into that conversation with an expectation of, of happy, like, let's, let's do this. And you're like, I come into the conversation with overwhelmed, right? Yes. So again, yeah. I, I want to put that into, into that. Um, just being aware again that the teacup kind of thing that, that, 
I'm coming in and I've got, you know, 10,000 things on my brain. And yet I know we've set this time aside to talk about how we're going to plan for the renovation and what that looks like. Well, okay, this may or may not be the right time to do that. But be, just being sensitive and aware uh, of what, where right. I am today, where you are today, where I've been thinking. And, and then it goes to, to um, the conversation. Maybe we postpone it. You know, maybe we say, you know what, we can start, uh, but I'm just not really in that headspace. I don't know how many times you and I have have started a conversation and realized, you know what, I, I just can't. Uh, I'm just not here. I'm just not thinking about it. Can we do this another time or well, another day? And I was going to say one of the conversations that's in my mind today, because um, next week we have a great show on renovations and mm-hmm. how to plan. Yeah. So it's really it's on our minds because we've been having that discussion just about the radio show and how to do that. So you might want to tune in next week to hear about how to do renovations without digging yourself a hole. But um, I remember going for a walk with you when we had just learned that our uh, window had a leak. We needed a brand new window. And of course, one thing leads to another. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, okay, let's, let's get new flooring. Let's get the window in. Let's get new flooring because we're, we've got slivers on our feet now for the old flooring for after 30 years. You know, let's take out the closet with a big, give us more space in that entry room. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like, then we can do this and this. And we go for a walk and I'm, and I'm like, I said, I'm just so stressed. And David says to me, Reb, you're just like, he said it really gently. He said, we don't have to do it all. We just need to like, just stop. Like if you're feeling this way and I've learned that we have learned that in our 30 years together, when it brings stress to either one of us, we drop the conversation um, because it is not healthy. And we know that we're pushing something that shouldn't be pushed. Mm-hmm. So interestingly enough, within months, we dropped that conversation that day. And I said, you're right. We're going to get the window. And that's enough. And we made it, and, we did make okay, the decision. Okay. We did make the decision to say, what do we absolutely need to do? And we had that to, absolutely needs to we, be done. And then we had to decide, is it a sliding door? Are we putting a deck on? Because that was also like, if we put a door there instead of a window and we put a deck, then we're like, that's way more money than we want to invest right now. And in the end, the Lord showed us. He actually spoke to us about it. And he said, do one thing at a time. So we did the window. And then the next thing was, oh, floors. No, it was lighting. Yeah. It it literally, when we released it, and it was David just gently saying to me, Reb, you're a little overwhelmed. How about we drop it? And we learn from our past difficult mm-hmm. conversations that we don't push it. Mm-hmm. Because God, God, it's a, it's a red flag to us that we're pushing something that is not the right timing. Mm-hmm. We ended up having all that renovation done in the next two years. Mm-hmm. But it had to be according to his will. So um, I just want to thank you, Lord, that you um, give us pictures like these teacups today, that teacups and coffee mugs, sometimes we come into our relationship about talking about money and we come with our big sturdiness or we come with our fragility. And Lord, we just thank you that you can show us that in our spousal relationships we can come with our fragility and our strength and have you guide us in these hard discussions and i pray that your truth 
would come to us in our money stories and our money conversations, and your truth would set us free. I just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so we just started the conversation, yeah. but you know, Rebecca and I want to. I don't know if you wish a happy Valentine's Day. I don't know I don't if that's know what if that, you that do is. That. But <laughs> have, we have do want to bless your relationships relationship. in in this Valentine season. How's that? That's a, a way to to say it. And and uh, you know, if you need to hear some previous shows, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, uh, and next week, stay tuned for the renovation show and join us when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.